0: Welcome to the Teeth of Grace. My name is Sarah Schaefer, and I'm here today with my dear friend Kathy Loudenberg. Kathy, um, you have found a wonderful devotion by one of our favorite pastors. He was a Scottish pastor in the 19th century, Alexander McLaren. One
1: of my favorite, favorite devotions. I say that of every devotional <laughs> but it is. It's called In His Presence. Daily devotionals. Th- through the Gospel of Matthew. What I love about this, it's, it's Matthew and each author's take on at any other time. And these, Charles Spurgeon, mm. McLaren, Joseph Parker, John Wesley, George MacDonald. I mean, heroes of the faith. You get it from several different sources and it's chronological to work you through the book of Matthew. And I, I, I came on this one this last week because we 've also talked a lot about suffering and and the beauty of it, the beauty of it the hardness of it, but the right. beauty of us to help us grow up and to help us to exercise our faith muscles right right We have faith, but faithfulness when we 're in a bind is to use those muscles right so i i I really wanted to kind of maybe not bring closure to all of this, but But to end with McLaren, because Mm -hmm. he says it in a way I can't. (laughs) During the fourth watch of the night, Jesus went out to them walking on the lake. Not till the final watch of night does Jesus come, when the disciples have struggled long and hard, and the boat is out in the very middle of the lake, and the storm is its fiercest. We may learn from the delays of his love. He's always got purpose. Hmm. The longer the trial, the worse the trial. Even when we're in great agony, he's not forsaken us. He's just doing a deeper work. And I love how he said that. We may learn from the this delays of his love. Because he loved Mary, Martha, and Lazarus, he stayed still in a strange inaction two days after the mer- message. Because he loved Peter and the praying church, he let Peter lie in prison till the last hour of the last watch of the last night before his intended execution, Mm. and then delivered him with a leisureliness that tells us of conscious omnipotence. Mm. He knows best. Mm -hmm. He knows exactly what you need. He knows exactly what I need today. Mm
0: -hmm.
1: And every day and in every minute. And we think he's too late and he's not there soon enough, but he's got purpose in that, in his perfect omnipotence. Heaven's clock goes at a very different rate than our little time time pieces. God's day is a thousand years, and the longest delay is but just a little while. When he has come, we find that it is the right time. Though before he came, he seemed to us to be delaying. Hmm. He comes across the waves, their restless and yielding crests, and smooth them and made solid by the touch of his feet. He alone stretches out the heavens and treads on the waves of the sea, Job 9, 8. It is a revolution of the divine power it is one of the very few miracles affecting Christ's own person and may perhaps regarded be regarded as being like the transfiguration a casual gleam of the latent glory breaking through the body of his humiliation and so in some prophetic sense it's priceless But it's also symbolic. And I have this highlighted. He ever uses tumults and unrests and trials as a means of advancing his purposes. Hmm. His purpose is to make us Christ, right? To Mm -hmm. conform us to his image. Mm -hmm. That you die, I die. And then we just look and act and think and love like Christ. He uses all of these tough things for that. The stormy sea is recognized, is the recognized Old Testament emblem of antagonism to the divine rule. And just as he walked on the billows, so does he reach his end by the very opposition to it. In another aspect we have here a symbol of Christ using our difficulties and our trials as a means of his loving approach to us. Sarah, <laughs> so that makes me think of the verse that he saves all of our tears in a bottle.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Think about that. Yeah. That almost wants me to just cry and fall on my face in just adoration. Mm-hmm. I want to read that line again. In another aspect, we have learned here the symbol of Christ using our difficulties and trials as a mean of his loving approach to us. He comes giving a deeper and a more blessed sense of his presence. Hmm. By the means of our sorrows than in the calm, sunny weather. We'd like it to be calm and sunny all the time. Because mm-hmm. we're human. Right. And he knows better. <laughs> kind of like you're the parent and you know better than your girls. <laughs> right? Kind of like I was the teacher and I think I knew better than some of my middle school students. He knows exactly the when and the where and the how mm-hmm. to grow us up into that image. It is generally over a stormy sea that he comes to us. And the golden treasures are thrown on our shores after a tempest. Mm -hmm. Can I read that one more time? Yeah. He generally comes over a stormy sea. And the golden treasures, his treasures, are thrown on our shores after a tempest. And I always think about, it's like the presence after the storm. It's the presence after the victory. It's the presence as in gifts, presents mm. as in t-s. He shows up, and those golden treasures are the presence that he's giving us, mm. presence that we don't even know we need. Mm. At just the right time. Mm-hmm. There's so much intimacy In the midst of a trial when you taste jesus when we taste jesus in a trial the deeper the trial the sweeter the taste the deeper the hurt the deeper the wound the sweeter taste of who jesus is to us Mm -hmm. his closeness his love his heart his heart beat for us and it's in those deep moments of great trial Taste and
0: see that the Lord is good. hmm It was in this trial that the disciples were rowing all night. They must have been exhausted. Yeah. Because it said they had been beaten by the waves, and he came out to them, and they were terrified at first. Yeah, a ghost on the water. I mean, it probably looked ghostly and right. scary. So it wasn't just an opportunity... Um, It was an opportunity uh, to become closer to Him. And for Him, it was an opportunity to reveal a little bit more
1: of who He is. Yes. And he He can walk on water. Right. I bet those disciples were thinking, we knew He was good, but... Yeah. My gosh,
0: this is God. Exactly. Walking on water. And then in our trials, are we looking for Him? Are we looking for where he is showing off and showing himself? Yeah. I know that after I lost my first husband, there were so many ways. Oh, there were so many ways that God showed off. I mean, he just showed up and miracle after miracle after miracle. One of the, I'll just tell one quick story. um, And that is that I was not a cook and my first husband was the cook the week before he had spent that Wednesday, he passed away on a Saturday, he had spent Wednesday cooking all night after work and Mm -hmm. made a bunch of meals and put them in the freezer and had even made chocolate chip cookies and had individually wrapped them in um, saran wrap so we could just grab them and throw them in our lunches on our way to work in the mornings. And so I just had this freezer full of food. And he his love. And his love. And he happened to make... He didn't realize it but we had both written down our favorite meals and he had picked all of my favorites and I told him that before because I was doing the grocery shopping I I said you picked all of my favorites and he said no I didn't and then he said well I guess I did so here here I am with a fridge freezer full of my favorite foods made by my husband and I have all these people show up at my house just a few days later and there's provision there Wow. And there's provision there. Wow. But who would have known that timing? Only God. Only God knew that timing.
1: Only God. And I know we tend to go into panic and fear when we, when we with our timepieces, think it's too slow. When Mom died, and he was clear with me, I needed to stay and st- stay at the cabin and take care of my dad. Oh my gosh, I was sure he was wrong. <laughs> I was really sure he was wrong. <laughs> he wouldn't ask a child of his to take care mm. of a dad who was my dad. Yeah. He just wouldn't do that, right? right? It's kind of what we read yeah. the other day. Does God have the right, do we have the question? the right to question God? And it wasn't easy. But what he did, the healing in my heart... Hardness of heart. Almost hatred toward dad at times. Not almost. I'll just say it. Hatred for dad at times. The way we ended
0: mm.
1: with my heart. I needed heart surgery. Mm. He knew this wasn't. I thought it was all about dad. Mm. Jesus knew I needed heart surgery where it concerned to my dad. It was stone hard. Mm-hmm. It was wicked bad. And Get a miracle for both of us mm-hmm. I will restore all the years that the locusts have eaten and in the last five months of his life 63 some years were right
0: undone that's the timing of God where 63 years can be made up in five months Yeah, that's how God's time works because yeah. a day is like a thousand years
1: yeah so you know I just I I know we've maybe I haven't belabored the beauty of trials and I hope we've been really honest listeners that you feel our heart in your trials, that they're real. We're people, we're we're humans, we're just we're just dust, really. That's what he calls us, right? Dust, yeah. I'm, I'm just dust. So it's no wonder we're just a little fragile at times. But in those trials At the last hour, when we're desperate, that's the best time to see him as the brightest light. We see him in a new way. We perceive him in a new way. Our heart beats in a new way. That's when he does open heart surgery Mm -hmm. so that we can love the Lord our God with our whole heart, our whole mind, our whole soul, and our whole strength. Mm -hmm.
0: listeners if you want to reach out to us you can contact us at sarah at the teeth of grace S-A-R-A at the teeth of and you can email kathy at k-a-t-h-y at the teeth of as always thank you so much for joining us we are praying for you we love you god bless